I'd like to take you back to a simpler time. A time when two young, naive, impressionable men had a dream. A dream to create a rugby league show for the people. To be down to earth, to the point, and at best only mildly entertaining. It was a time when the special fried rice was in the form of a garlic pizza made by the greatest kitchen in the world of the Wild Cactus Pennant Hills. Demolished by the victor from the previous week as the loser could only look on in anguish and tears. A time when the YouTube video was flourishing and the boys got their ugly mugs broadcasting out to a record-breaking viewership of at least seven people week in, week out. A time when... Come with it! Yes! Get on with it! Get on with it! Okay, okay. Well, after that beautiful little bit of production there by Mac Nicanoni, we have to get his top five memorable moments here on the Footy Show. He was the debutant way back in 2009, and uh, now he is on the line to give us his top five memorable moments as part of Not The Footy Show, and Mac Nicanoni, are you ready to unleash the memories? Let's do it, mate. Let's take a pick down from your lane. Okay, at number five. Jamal Idris saying that in his spare time, he listens to Not The Footy Show. I listen to Not The Footy Show. At number four. Nailing that sucker from the sideline, one metre out, it is over. Setting people apart but bringing them to... Oh, well, oh, I messed it up. I messed up my own catchphrase. <laughs> and I know that's going to make the pod to you, bastard. <laughs> Let's go again. The sideline challenge, bringing people together but setting them apart. You can see those videos on YouTube. At number three... Special fried rice slash garlic pizza back in the day when it actually used to happen and we used to smash that pizza in front of each other's faces. At number two... Uh, back in the day, a simpler time where we had the freedom and the time to dedicate an hour a week to further our bromance that was based on football. That should have been number one. That's because I've got one even better, Wazzy. You're going to love it. At number one, top moments of Not The Footy Show. Say hello to my little friend, Ray Price's crotch. <laughs> no reference to, uh, you know, it being little or anything. Cheap, mm-hmm. nasty... Mm-hmm. And downright boring. There it is. DC Chapman's music in the background. That's me. It's Warwick Nicholson here. And episode 100 of Not The Footy Show. Congratulations, sir. We raised the bats. Yay. Woo. And we'll probably put something on the video with us. Um, maybe holding some cricket props. And I don't know if I think you want to kick it on it. Saluting the crowd for our uh, 100th episode. Yeah, well, it's not my 100th episode, though. Well, what episode? Do you know, have any idea what your episode is, DC Chapman? 75? No, I, no. I, I don't know. I, don't. I reckon you'd be doing well to have cracked 50. Yeah, I wouldn't have cracked 50 because... Maybe the, I reckon you'd be in the high 30s. That'd be my guess. That's what I'm going to tell Okay, yep. High 30s. Let's, let's, um, let's call it 39. Yeah, and uh, I'm 71... No, 61 ahead of you. I can't add up. Um, I've been here for every single show, and I apologise to everybody out there for having to listen to this voice every single week. Mate, we're going to reminisce... A little bit about this show. A little show. bit, yes. Uh, it is round six of the NRL. That takes place this weekend. I don't think it's Heritage Round or Rivalry Round or Butterscotch Round. I don't know what we're going to call it. Yeah, Women's um, Round. Women's Round. Oh, what else we got? Uh, many, many in the League Round. That was Many in the League Round last week. But we just want to talk about what we enjoy doing this show. I mean, there's a reason we do this show. That's because we enjoy it. 
and there's probably other reasons, but I can't think of any. And uh, we have like you know people that actually listen to the show each week, and that's a, that's a big thing for us. Uh, still can't figure it out, but they do. Now we have to talk about your favourite moments, mate. We're going to kick it off uh, with your top five moments. We just heard Macca can only give his top five moments, stealing about probably seven or eight of the ones that you were going to choose. Yes. Uh, same for me, mate. But the story of this show, everybody, is we do preview round number six with GT just shortly as long as he turns up on Skype eventually. Um, and we also uh, will go through all 16 clubs. And what will we be doing with the 16 clubs? Some sort of review system. What's, how does that yeah, go? We're, we're going to be doing the good, the bad, and the... Uh, I mean, the Josh McCrone. The Josh McCrone. Now, the Josh McCrone is, is anything ugly. that just has not worked at all for a club. That's basically so the... That's, uh, yeah, because, you know, if it doesn't work, it's ugly. So and it's Josh McCrone. Have you seen that haircut? It it's, it's massive issues. Uh, we're going to go Canberra and St. George. Obviously, we're sporting yep. the... Uh, not the footy show... <laughs> T-shirts. Um, there you go. Um, and we're also going to go through some moments. So, mate, mate your top five moments. Number on one. Not the show. Number one for me. Uh, no, sorry, number five. I'm going to get worked down. So, the, so the first one I'm going to talk about is uh, the final countdown. Last year. We're not going to sing it now. Okay. okay. It just was, you know, a bit of fun to do, and the, the, the video called, clip. The video clip looked was, pretty schmick. I got to say. Yeah, it was. Very, it was like bad schmick. It was yeah. like deliberately bad. Good, like one take kind of deal, and so, we came through with the goods. And we're ugly, so yeah. it was a good or bad. And it was a Josh McCrone effort, wasn't really. This is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. So finals count, and you can see that on YouTube. Um, I'll probably have it linked through the uh, video that we do on YouTube for this hundredth show. Yep, yep, yep. And number four, four. <clears throat> number four is when we went to Origin Two yeah, last year. I enjoyed that a lot. That was good, and we did film a little. We bit. We filmed a little bit of it. We should have filmed a bit more because we sort of got caught up in the game, and yeah. Then... And before you knew it, it was all over, and we were listening to a whole bunch of drunk fifteen-year-olds uh, yeah, singing right. songs in the oh. in the bus on the way home. Wasn't that fun? But we did win the game, so that's all that matters. That so that's good. number four. That was good. Number four, uh, number three is uh, we interviewed Wendell Saylor. We did interview Big Dell, and I I enjoyed talking to Wendell. He, you know, I really looked forward. To, you know, he, he was good value as well. He, yeah, gave, he, he gave us he gave us plenty. He, he was very good. He was very good. I was a little bit. Under, underclass that that you weren't, you weren't happy with your performance. No, I didn't didn't enjoy. Didn't it set up the big deal. And... No, I, I was I built it up as this big moment in my mind because okay. it was, remember it was going to happen for a couple of weeks and it didn't oh it happen. was yeah yeah yep. and then I when it finally that. happened and I didn't have good questions and I oh, anyway but it was good talking with you. <laughs> it was number two. When we first started, we didn't have a bit of a time frame as, as much as we do now. No, we didn't. And we would just yak. We would just yakety yak <laughs> for hours about about rugby league. We did. And we had fun just because we would just argue with each other. And you, and you had and fun. You had and... fun, particularly the fact that there was no time limit. So when it came time to uh, go home, you just uh, hop in your car and and mosey off, hop, mosey on home. Yeah, and, uh, right. and I'd spend the next four hours editing thing. the stupid thing. So that's I didn't why we edit it. So that's it was... why we cut down massively as as the seasons. But I enjoyed it on. when we had more, and I didn't have to edit. So that was number two. Yeah, that's number two. Number one, mate. Number one, the driving Miss Daisy skit that we did. <laughs> I just thought that was hilarious. <laughs> It wasn't bad. <laughs> we sat there with our little hats and everything, and I believe that was the Jared Haynes skit, actually, from memory. It was. It was. Yeah. It was. He's got the, the Haynes train, and we came in and we did a choo choo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what was going to be like a motion action there, and then we did the Haynes plane, and you had your little. Um, I was. I was little a pilot, hat and yeah. your little jacket and, and, the, and the sunnies. Yeah, and then we had uh, the driving thing, and we the Haynes, Haynes, obviously the planes, trains, and automobile. Why oh, don't we have the right. automobile thing? And I. I think you were sitting there a bit like this. Yeah, I was holding a purse or something, and you were driving or something like that. Yeah, and it was uh, it killed. I had a lot of, lot of question marks about our um, preferences on the YouTube comments. <laughs> it looked, it looked um, ridiculous, but it was so fun. Much and fun. all those little skits. I think that those yeah. skits that we did, uh, we don't do them as much anymore. Um, 
It's hard to think of stuff. That's it's good hard to think of stuff. To um, that's natural. If anyone's got any ideas, so please. if you had any of your favourites, uh, not the footy show, uh, just reply to us at NRL Tweet during this podcast, uh, during the show, or when you listen to the podcast, or tag it with NTFS Live. Now we did announce that we were going to have a guest this week. If people on Twitter did, yes. did their job, they didn't, so we didn't have a guest. Uh, <laughs> I'll just be blunt. Twitter, it's Twitter's fault. Yeah, you didn't uh, come to the party, people, and. Um, we do have other guests. I mean, who, who, which, which, which guests do we have? I mean, we've got the usuals, don't we? The usual guests. The usuals. Maria and Maddie Duncan will be on, and we've already had And Nick GT. And GT. And, uh, D, and uh, Eyes will have his tips later on. Um, we will talk to DC. Uh, to DT, DT. I get confused. There's too many DCs, GTs, DC, Washingtons, GT, and all this kind of stuff that are going around. My son's JT. Oh, it all happens. Massive issues. Um, was that named after Jonathan Thurston or Jason Taylor? No, it's because his name's Joshua Travis. Okay. So they're just yeah. JT. That's it. Because yeah, I always think of uh, good old, what's his name? Um... Jason Taylor. Yeah, I yeah, that. I know. Yeah, uh, yeah. Mate, I'm going to give you my number five. Okay. As the night goes on, I'll reveal oh, yeah, my, okay. yes, my top, top moments. Yep. At number five is our sideline challenge. Now, this was probably the thing that kicked off Not The Footy Show in its entirety. Um, I was at... Uh, where did we go? We went, to, we went to a footy game or we went to Ribs and Rump. Or, we went to Ribs and Rump. Yeah, if you've been to Ribs and Rump at any of the locations, quality meal. And we're there with uh, Nick and another mate of his. And we just had this idea that come out of just sitting around with massive stomach full of, of meat. We couldn't move. As you do. And we said, let's go down to the Oval and have a kick. This is this is in about midway through 2009. What time of the day? This is on a Sunday afternoon. We were okay. all pretty... Oh, so pretty, you went to Ribs and Rump. Ribs for, and Rump for lunch. For lunch. Okay. Anyway, we come back and we said, let's go down the Oval. And we've got my footy, which was still in good condition then, and this other old Dragons footy. And we go down and we're down this little local Oval. With, you know those tiny little posts that are up? Yeah, yeah. Those really kids. little tiny ones. Yeah. Like, anyway... And I had this idea, let's see how we can kick it from the sideline. And I just got this fandangled new Nokia E71, which is like an antique now. But it had a really okay video. So, oh, okay. so, so, video. so after a few of them, we said to them, oh, let's have a crack at it, see if we can get it on video. Okay. And from that, we took about 20 shots at goal, filmed them all. <laughs> I went home, used our video Windows Movie Maker, put something together, put a bit of, I don't know what band it was, but some sort of up vibe music to yeah. it. Yeah. And all of a sudden, it actually looked pretty good. And then, before you knew it, in about a couple of months, uh, the finals came around and Nick and I got in front of the Wild Cactus of Penn Hills and we started filming some pre-not-the-footy show, but some videos about the finals. And that's how it all began. And that's how it all began. But did, I don't understand, was it a weekly thing all of a sudden? Or? No, we just, for the finals series, we just did four weeks of finals. Um, we did a, did a grand final show. how long was each one of those episodes? Oh, they were on YouTube, tomorrow, only on YouTube, and they were about four or five minutes long. Oh, Okay. Again, uh, a lot of editing and stuff involved. Can, can we go back and you can go, see You them? can go back and, and see them if you'd like, and um, you can look them on U- uh, YouTube, and there's uh, some good ones. There's the, the, so t- what, the 2009 Grand Final video is our best. Do I just type in episode one, episode uh, No, two? you just call it um, Grand Final Preview, I think it was. I, okay. I don't know if we were not the footy show back then. I can't remember. Um, but that was just my, one of my moments here, everybody, was that initial start of not the footy show. Buddy, we have to You only liked it because you went to ribs and rumps. Yes, that was the, <laughs> If you ever go to ribs and rumps, here's a tip. Don't get the ribs and the rump. Why not? Get the ribs and the half chicken. Pork ribs, half chicken. You won't be able to move for a week. Uh, we've got our good, bad, and Josh McCrone. We're looking at the Dragons to kick off with, mate. Dragons. Uh, right at the moment, I think they are sitting on three wins, two losses in fifth spot. Fifth spot. They got towel up by the Broncos last week. I know they came back, but they, that game was lost the, early and on. And we only came back because they let us come back because yep. they took their uh, the Mate, you've, you've, lost, you've been it's punted by two teams. The Bulldogs yeah. have smashed it, and the Broncos have, have beaten you well. Yeah. You have beaten Manly, I think you've beaten a couple other sides. That and we, we beat Newcastle in, the, in round yeah. one. What's your feel on the good from the Dragons? The good is that we're holding on to some sort of 
resemblance to the to the Wayne Bennett style, the Wayne Bennett fit. Mm. Um, the other good is that, um, and Steve Price and the players have always talked about this, that they wanted to hold on to it and then build on it. And I do believe they're doing that, except they are losing that form to a degree, and I don't know if it's because Steve Price isn't too experienced. In- okay, so is that a good or a bad? I'm confused. Oh, I'm, okay. Well, I'm sort of okay. I'm just sort of going up and down, aren't I? The good, the good quickly for the Dragons, I think, is that they're moving their players around the field a bit. You got Sowett on the left a lot. You got Hornby on the right a lot. There's more options. Options are there. Defensively, they look fantastic one week, and then they look very average Horn- the next. Yeah, Hornby um, apparently is Ben Hornby. I'll tell you the good. Game. The good though is Ben Hornby's pass to who was it? Kyle Stanley. Who, who, who scored that try the other night? That beautiful stop pass. At the line, second half, they're coming back. No, it was Nightingale, wasn't it? No, no, it was, it was Hornby to somebody. I think it was Hornby to... Um... Oh, you got me now. It was a good pass. <laughs> uh, that was the good. The bad is that they got towed up in two games. And the ugly, the Dragons. The ugly's got to be the Dogs game. No, the ugly's Michael Wayman running through the gaff, shuffling. Just... That was a... Oh, he's the ugly. The he's bad, the ugly. <laughs> the, bad, the bad is yeah. the is the is the dogs, and then yeah, you're right. Then the ugly is it's, the it's watching big, a, a big front rower, Michael Wayman, run all over the top of. I've um, got in trouble for saying that on the in the past from you. I'm not, <laughs> apparently, I'm not allowed to say that Michael Wayman is smelly. Yeah, he's, he's not. Don't know that yeah, for a fact. Yeah, I've smelt him. I've sat next to you as well, he's so I don't say anything. Um, okay, now the next is the Canberra Raiders. But it makes everyone else get out of his way. Which it is does. Good get out of my. I love him, Wayman. Um, Canberra Raiders. Uh, two wins. I don't know how we won any of those games. Uh, we beat the Titans and we beat the Tigers. Both teams. That, yeah. That one team that just can't defend it. The other team that's just dead set average. We've thrown away three games this year. We threw away the. Hang Bruce's on, we're game. starting with the good, was I? Uh, I think I've mentioned it. <laughs> <laughs> the wins. Um, yeah. Well, the bad is yeah. that we've thrown away three games we should have won, uh, or two games we should have won, and the other one that was a diabolical effort on Monday night. But we should have beaten the. Roosters and we were <coughs> limited in attack, um, mainly because the grain plan is just not interesting at all. And on that first game, you can't let the, you can't get the storm go back in the game. We're up by yeah. one point with five minutes left, and we let them. But win. That, that's also a good though that you held your own against the storm. That is a good. Doesn't count as a win. I understand that's, that, yeah. but but the good. What's the ugly? The, Sorry, the good. Oh, we know what the ugly is. We know what the ugly is. We know what the Josh McCrone is. It's just Josh McCrone, so we're done. Okay, Canberra. They're in... Uh, the Canberra are building. They are, they're spot. starting to look good. Um, they're starting nah. to get back to the form. Cactus, no chance. Done. Dusted. Josh McCrone. All right, there is our, uh, our our look at Canberra and the St. George Laura Dragons. Dribble! Dribble! Okay, it's time for Eyes' Tips here on Not The Footy Show, episode 100. And did you hear that number, Eyes? How many shows have we had? I'm quite sure for the 100 shows. I listen to every single one of them. Wow, that's commitment here on Not The Footy Show from Eyes. And we get your tips because you are the best tipster in the business under six years old, under seven years old, sorry. So uh, Friday night, or Friday during the day, the Bulldogs play the Bunnies. Bulldogs. The Tigers play the Broncos. Tigers. The Titans play the Roosters. Roosters. The Sharks play the Dragons. Dragons. The Raiders play the Warriors. Raiders. Then we've got the Knights playing the Eels. Knights. The Cowboys play the Storm. Cowboys. You never pick the Storm, do you? No, because I cheated. <laughs> How good your memory. 
And then on Monday night, we've got the Seagulls taking on the Penny Panthers. Seagulls? Seagulls. Now, buddy, you got three from eight last week. Hmm? Unfortunately, I got five from eight, so I've gone two more tips ahead of you. Oh. And so you're going to have to get your act together this round. Do you reckon you can get a perfect round in the tips this week? Yeah, then I get a huge box of Lego. That's right. That's all right. After Big Box of Lego here and Not The Footy Show, episode 100. Eyes, you have been undoubtedly our cutest guest the entire time. I've had so much fun tipping with all the teams. And who's the best? Darth Vader's in the house. Let's bring up GT, our man over there in the UK, to preview round number six of the NRL. Believe it or not, George isn't at home. Please leave a message at the beat. I must be out before I pick up the phone. Where could I be? <laughs> Believe it or not, I'm not home. So I don't get to do my film? Anything you like. Phil, Phil, Phil. Can I film now? Phil. On on April Fool's Day, the, on the radio, they told him, they told him someone, they told Matty Burke, that Jonathan Thurston signed with the Waratahs, and he believed them. <laughs> morning, gentlemen. Morning. Yes, good evening. Morning, morning GT. Uh, what is it? It's, it's, it's about mid-morning over there now, GT, isn't it? It's almost the afternoon. I mean, I'm almost out of bed. <laughs> what? <laughs> You must have a uh, interesting. Um, do you, do you change your sheets regularly, or is it like <laughs> is this still the same? Uh, is this the same bachelor pad uh, from years ago? Um, no, it's quite a fresh bachelor pad. I mean, the sheets change, and that depends on um, how to say how my luck has been. <laughs> Very good. Speaking of luck, round number six is coming up, mate. But uh, you've only been with us for a short time here on the Footy Show. We're celebrating episode one hundred. Now, you you did when you first came to me with this idea. You pretended, I think, that you'd listen to the show at least three or four times last year. Mate, do you have any highlights, memories, or reasons that we should be off the air that you can uh, offer? <laughs> well, there was one very moment I'm particularly fond of. I did listen to your show much of last summer. What I, what I do is um, download the podcast, and I'll be listening to it when I'm cycling to work. And obviously, if I'm cycling, there's very little I can do to change it or stop it. I'm stuck with it <laughs> until I get there. Yep. Now, I think it was towards the end of the season you decided that um, you were going to show off your vocal prowess and put together a little finals countdown. Yep. yep. There was a moment when that finished, which was bliss. Thank you.
just misunderstood, yeah. Lucky we don't want you to go. But it's Benji's time now. His time now. Let's Cowboys Warriors are finished below. It's the finals countdown. Oh, it's the finals countdown. We're now in September. It's the finals countdown. Please, Lucky. Apologies, we can't sing. Uh, I think it was in our defence. We can't sing, but also we, we we thought that the lyrically lyrically we we hit a high point. I thought. I'm not sure you hit any highs or lows. It was uh, someone uh, skinning a cat or something. It was uh, pleasant when it was over. Yeah, it was a favourite of ours as well. Um, I might as well reveal number four on Not The Footy Show's original, like, on my, my list. Some of the minor premiers. <laughs> but they've only got three players. Um, which proved correct. Uh, Finals Countdown was number four for me. All those kind of skits, that kind of stuff, I've really enjoyed doing over the years. Yeah, it's um, we don't profess that they're any good. But I tell you what, we have fun doing them. Yeah, it's just fun. It's just, and if it it's can make you uh, avoid avoid having a crash on your on your bike on the way to work, mate, then that's our job done, really, isn't it? You know, have, have you ever watched a Wolf Ferrell movie? Kind of <laughs> uh, any others, mate, that you could possibly think of, or is really that just one? No, no, we'll, we'll stick with that one. Ah, very, very good, mate. We're going to go straight into round number six before everybody switches off from the podcast because they're on the sh- listening to the show for our previews, not our yeah, um, right. reminiscent. Get on with that. Get on with that. Uh, Friday night, mate, the, uh, or Friday afternoon, sorry, the, um, uh, the Barabados take on the Bulldogs. Now, I'm just going to bring up the, um, markets here, bud, but what's your initial thought about this game? Um, there's, there's sort of three or four games this week, aren't there, which are very, very close. Um, I don't have many views in, in any of the very close ones. When I looked at this, I had Bulldogs very slight favourites, so they're, they're my tip, but there's, there's no value against the market there. Yeah, uh, the market right now is $1.65 Bulldogs, two twenty-five. South Sydney, you get 3.5 with South Sydney. DC, how do you feel? Yeah, I, I think that's a little bit favouring South, a bit, bit... Well... With no Sam Burgess? Yeah. I, and and Can- I, I'm still pretty big on the bounce-back factor. I, I think Canterbury really should dust them. Even, even though, see, I, I, I picked them two weeks ago and then they lost, didn't they? So, yeah. I don't know. So, you're liking the dogs. I like the dogs as well. Uh... Sam Burgess just plays this game, I might change my mind, but I saw enough in attack from the Dogs last week. Chris Keating I don't rate, but he did enough of what he was supposed to do last weekend um, by passing the ball, not running it all the time. Yeah. And Frank Pritchard's playing fantastic rugby league for the Bulldogs. I will stick with the Doggies to win, um, but again, if you like the, the Bunnies on Good Friday, then yeah, go for it. Uh, you can get 225 for them. The next game sees the Tigers and the Broncos play at Allianz Stadium, which is the SFS. The Tigers... I'm sitting there watching the game on Sunday night on the replay and the first or second scrum, the ball goes into touch. And instead of listening to Rabs and Sturlow talk about the game and how it unfolded after the first five minutes, they went straight to the first pass off the ruck from the scrum. And I've immediately thought to myself, this goes to golden point. Uh, unfortunately, you, you was, over-analyzed I do. I couldn't help it. I couldn't help it. And so I'm sitting there with five minutes left, GT. And you it's, picked that. It's, it's 16 points to four. And I'm thinking, how the heck did the Bunnies come back? But it kind of ruined it for me. Uh, how do you view it, mate? Um, I mean, this 
obviously in our time zone, is on very early in the morning. And I'd uh, been out on the night before, came home, tuned in. I thought, oh, great. Tigers are winning by 12. There's about 20 minutes left. And because I got back to my bed, I very promptly fell asleep, you know. Yep. Fell asleep happy. I'd actually backed the Tigers at $3.20 yeah. when all the martial rumours were going round. Yep. I thought, oh, I started rubbing my hands. Oh, I can't wait to wake up to a winner. And uh, it wasn't that much pleasure when I when I did sign in and see the result. Yeah. Uh, I, was, I, was, I was pretty happy because I was looking at going from two from five to two from six and, and just hemorrhaging for the for the round. But the bunnies got me home. Uh they the Tigers though I thought played quite well. They their defence was was much better back in the game. The two tries that were scored, I mean the, half, the dummy half try was pretty soft. And the other one, Lodi Kiri just can't turn, has no turning. Yeah, he, he seems very um, slow. I really like the Tigers here. Now even the, the numbers, uh, the Broncos are dollar fifty five away from home. The Tigers two forty five plus four and a half. The Tigers. I'm going with the Tigers to win. I'm taking the four and a half. Yeah, I like that. I mean, I, I, I agree with you. I made it a much closer game than the market does. I mean, there's there's an aspect of it is we like the Broncos. We were, the Broncos were our tip for the grand final yep. before the season. Obviously, that's not done anything wrong yet. But we haven't got carried away with their rating and we also haven't written off the Tigers. Yes, there's no Ellis, but you've got big players coming back to not fill his void, but fill other aspects of the team. If you're asking Broncos to give up a four and a half point start on the road like that, yep. you're asking there to be a big discrepancy between the teams and I just don't think that's quite there so the plus four and a half is, is a bet for me there yes, I, I can't go past the Broncos especially the way the Tigers are playing I just I think the Broncos will win this definitely and so therefore I couldn't, couldn't back the Tigers I mean how are you picking the Broncos to win the match JT? JT? Um, yeah, I'm tipping the Broncos because I mean they, I still make them sort of two or three point favourites, yep. but I think that plus four and a half is a big line, and I, we'll probably be uh, tipping that as a, as a value bet on the site later in the week. And Robbie Farah comes back for the Tigers. Two weeks being out, suspended. Two weeks ago, he got roasted by Matty Johns. Uh, man of the match markets get on uh, Farah. Uh, Gold Coast and the Sydney Roosters, the battle of the uh, slightly handicapped. Um, the Titans can't score points. Well, they did score 20. They almost got to 30, boys and girls, last week. Um, but clearly didn't. Um, Scott Prince played some good football. Uh, and the Roosters, uh, they took advantage of... Jed Warriors were absolutely woeful last weekend. You can get 2.15 for the home team, and the Titans, seventy for the Roosters, and you've got to give 2.5 points if you like the Roosters with the line. DC? I can't do it. I, I, I don't rate the Roosters, and... I don't rate the Gold Coast either, but it's at home and, and they're starting to show a few signs of being able to win a game and they've got to win sometime and I just, against the Roosters, I think it's going to happen. Okay, GT? I mean, I, I sat there at work yesterday when I just trying to work out what price I thought the match should be and I was just tossing my coin out. I had it exactly at pick, I mean, exactly the same mm. and I eventually plumped for the Roosters to be half-point favourites, so I wasn't surprised to see them, as you're saying, two-point favourites. But on that basis, anything bigger than $2 for the Titans, I think, is worth a go. I mean, I've, I've tipped the Titans there, and if you can get $2.15 or $2.20 or something, I think that's I think that's worth a go. Completely agree. Titans, uh, looking at their draw, if they don't win this game, they're going to be 1-8 or 1-9 Yeah. Um, at the end of 10 rounds. And, yeah, it's just... yeah. It's, I, it's I don't know if uh, even the pride of... They've got a lot of quality players still on their roster. I think the pride factor comes in here. And the Roosters, I mean, they had it almost too easy last weekend, so I don't know if they're going to bounce uh, back to going away, playing away from Alliance. I'm going with the Gold Coast Titans and going to regret it in about four days' time. The Cronulla Sharks take on the St. George Illawarra Dragons. The Sharkies have won three games since I declared they couldn't win another game. Yeah. 
Well, I didn't quite say that, but generally that was the general gist of it. Um, they kept the other team to 14 points in each of the three matches. GT, this market here is seventy. the Dragons. The Sharks are 215. The Sharks get two and a half points. The big question basically is, can Cronulla keep the Dragons to 14 points? Yeah, you, you've, you've nailed it there. I think it takes such a big effort for them to, to get home in these games and you're asking for another physical uh, match against the Dragons. Um, I've, I've tipped the Dragons. I think the Dragons are worthy favourites, but the, the market has it right. Yeah, two and a half points uh, for them and you, mate. You've got the Dragons. You are oh. wearing a Dragons jersey, I say. Yeah, I'm, I'm going the Dragons and I don't think two and a half is big enough. I think they'll win convincingly. Ooh, e- even, even though I'm backing Cronulla is starting to play very well, the Dragons are very much one of those teams that don't like getting beaten that bad, and so they'll come out firing this week. And to coin our new favourite phrase here on the show, bounce back factor. Bounce back factor. There's, you know, there are right. those teams where you Speaking of a team that can't bounce back from anything when they've got Jamie Cronin at halfback, is the Canberra Raiders, 215, the Warriors, seventy. <laughs> the Warriors have been in camp in um, Kiama the whole week, and they are $1.70, Canberra 215. You get two and a half for the Raiders. The, the Raiders are a team I've got wrong every week since uh, they went down at the storm in round one. Um, can, you, can you help me here? Do you, are you with the Raiders or against the Raiders this time? <laughs> um, I'm going to make you make a decision and then I'll tell you. Um, I, I think the Warriors still deserve to be favourites. I think both teams, from their previous performance, you know, your bounce-back factor, which I know you love the phrase, but I quite like it as well, <laughs> it's they're both teams that you're expecting to bounce back. I mean, I actually think this, will, this has got every chance of being the best match of the round. I think this could be could be really entertaining stuff. In that basis, I think the Warriors are a better team. They deserve to be slight favourites. Two points, yeah, the, the market has it right. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I, it, it's... It really is two teams that both are going to want the win pretty bad, but you just got to lean towards the Warriors just because of the team that they have. And, and the fact that everyone thinks that they should be going a lot better this season, can, considering they made the grand final last year. It's a different coach and everything, mm. a different team, but I, I would go New Zealand. I, I think it's about right. Only just. The difference in this match is that the Warriors can't play as bad as they did last week. Yeah. And Canberra can. So uh, take the Warriors <laughs> to win this game. Um, they will win away from home. Their Ford pack in particular, I think, will get all over Canberra's. They're minus you... Shillington and they're minus um, Joel Thompson and also Brett White from last week. That's three of their starting pack. Are you ever planning on doing any interviews with anyone from Canberra? Well, as long as they don't listen to this podcast, I'll be fine. Well, uh, they're not, not going to want to do it, mate. <laughs> mate, it's, it's all about being honest here on Not The Footy Show. That's all we ask is... Pure honesty and uh, that game plan, wow, how good is it? Uh, the Knights and the Eels on Sunday. This is at uh, Hunter Stadium uh, as well. Oh, on Sunday as well. Uh, the Newcastle Knights fifty. Parramatta after that amazing win against another pathetic side, uh, the Manly Seagulls. Parramatta 260 plus 5.5. Not quite the 8.5 at home that they had last week that I'm sure you collected on GT. Uh, what do you think about this match, mate? Well, I collected on the uh, the minus eight, but unfortunately I got a bit adventurous with the thirteen plus. I don't know if you noticed those late last late two tries. <laughs> yeah, um, um, five and a half is nowhere near enough. Um, the bounce back factor works both ways. The eels will bounce back down. It's it's a tricky away trip for them. I think the knights should have been eight or nine point favourites. Get on them. Yeah, I think the knights. No, Kirk Gilly's the only concern, but Jared Mullen's playing good. Darius Boyd is poised to have a big game. Uh, he's been pretty average the last couple of weeks. And I think their forward pack is a little bit too mobile for Parramatta, so I like the Knights as well to cover the start. I just don't like Parramatta. Good enough reasons, <laughs> any, DC. That, that, that's all it is. I, just, I know they beat Manly, but I, I just... Oh, something about it. Can't can't back them. 
Yep. Uh, Cowboys and Storm. This is Sunday Night Football up in Townsville. Uh, it is Easter weekend, so everybody should be able to sit in front of the TV and enjoy this one. Except for Dave, he doesn't have Foxtel. More on that later. Uh, North Queensland, two twenty-five. Melbourne Storm looking for six straight wins or a dollar sixty-five. Uh, you get three and a half if you like the Cowboys. Did you see enough from the Cowboys Monday night to uh, pick them against the Storm, GT? I mean, I, when I priced this match, I made it exactly what the market was. But I, um, <laughs> it's not not the performance against the Raiders that I'll be tipping the Cowboys off. I just think. At home, this is just the sort of match where the Storm can come unstuck. I think the yeah. loss of Manu is huge for this match. Yeah. You've got Tarek Sims on his second game back. He'll be huge down the middle. He'll just have so much energy. He'll give the Cowboys so much. I think I don't think they'll miss Scott as much as they might. I really give the Cowboys a chance of upsetting the Storm. I just think they'll be too physical down the middle. And the Storm, you know, I hate the phrase, sort of won't mind losing one, but they won't be at the same intensity. I think the Cowboys will really sense a scalp, and uh, I'll, I'll be tipping there. I, I find it hard, <clears throat> hard to go against Melbourne. I mean, the, the Parramatta's the team that I'm always going to tip against. Melbourne's the team that I'm always going to tip for. I, uh, and, and I'm and I'm back in New, uh, North Queensland to do well this season, but um, I just can't see Melbourne losing. I just can't see it. And, and I think they're always... Every time I look at, you know, whenever Melbourne's involved, I always just think they're going to win by a country mile. I just... The stunning thing about this game is not so much that the Cowboys beat Canberra last week or Melbourne are 4-0. It's that you look at the ladder... Melbourne are out in front with 10 points. Broncos are second. Bulldogs are second. Broncos are third. Cowboys are fourth. Now, if you judged on what you saw from the Cowboys yeah. this season, there is no way you would say they'd be sitting fourth after after five rounds. So, I have to pick Melbourne, but this time last year almost, on a Monday night, the Cowboys played the Storm in torrential rain up in Townsville. Melbourne had started the season undefeated again, and I think the final score was about 38-6, to six, wasn't it, G2? Uh, you're stretching my memory banks there, um, but that's exactly what I, I, I have in yeah, mind. Yeah, I can just yeah, see the storm. It's a long away trip. It's, a, it's just I can just see them getting caught cold, and if they get smashed up the middle, the Cowboys are the team that can put a lot of points on very quickly. I still can't pick the Cowboys though. I'll, I'll just I'll just cop the bad tip if the, the Melbourne lose. But again, this is one of those games, people. If you are doing, if still in last man standing and all those competitions, do not pick Melbourne in this game because this is the slight manly yeah. a few weeks ago where it's just too risky. The home team might be able to uh, get things going and, and worry the storm. Uh, Leads us with the last game of the round, which is Monday night. Manly back at Brookie for the first time in 2012. They're dollar forty-seven. Penrith are two seventy-five. Penrith blew um, a game they had won last week against the Sharkies late in the match, and unfortunately Luke Lewis was the one that uh, gave away the penalty that them tied up six and a half. If you like Penrith, but I think you need about double that. Yeah, you, you're not you're not wrong. I mean, if we just sort of rewind to to last week's podcast. We flirted, didn't we? We went through that home advantage stuff and we just flirted with tipping the Eels against the Eagles. We just said, away from home, they're, they're nowhere near as good as they are at home. And we flirted. We didn't quite do it, which your, your listeners will remember, but we did say next week, if they underperform at the Eels, then when the Panthers come to visit, they'll be a great bet. And you're right, they are minus six, lump on. Yeah, so, oh, we know you love Manly, so don't have to ask any questions. Well, it? yeah, it's another team that I just can't... Help tip against. I just keep thinking they're going to come good, they're going to come good. I think even if Kieran Foran doesn't play with a dodgy hamstring, they do have hip-hip. Jorge! Jorge. Sorry. I'm hoping hoping that catches on at Manly. It's been in the office all week. I apologise to all my co-workers. Um, Steve Maddow's back as well. Fried Rice, he was played last week. Fried Rice, uh, Matty Duncan, looking to the future, has taken the Knights. I've taken Manly. Nick's taken Melbourne. 
DC's taking the Warriors. Maria's going to take the Broncos. GT, you are taking? Um, read that again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's the Dragons. Um, you got Newca- oh, I've got the Dragons, too. That'll yeah. do. Yeah, Newcastle, actually. Manly, Melbourne, Warriors, Brisbane, and you've got the Dragons. GT, mate, uh, we have to quickly, because we've gone over time a little bit here, speed through our uh, team's ratings for Cronulla. What's the good? Uh, uh, just the strength of their players. Tagatizi, Gallon, Jeremy Smith's going very well. Uh, Bakuya, very strong. The bad is Ben Pomeroy. The ugly is... Uh, the, uh, the bad is what we said before. They they have to try so hard to win games. They never will win them at a counter, and they'll they'll struggle because of it. Okay, the ugly is, is Ben Pomeroy. Uh, Josh 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 the feeling that they're going to break out at any moment and just go on a massive charge. The bad is they've only beaten the Titans and the Eels. And the uh, yeah. Josh McCrone, um, GT? That, that bit of facial hair that uh, Marnie Vatavai has been sporting. <laughs> Very good. The Penrith Panthers, the good is... They're giving us a great opportunity to make money by betting against them. <laughs> the bad is... They still have Luke Lewis and Michael Jennings. <laughs> uh, I would have also said we also thought the Eels would beat them a couple of weeks ago. Uh, and the ugly is Travis Burns. Look, Josh McCrone, Travis Burns. Yeah, agree? Well, He's a okay. great. Yeah, no, okay. All right. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll cop that. All right. Uh, South Sydney, finally. Be good, GT. Well, you've got English back at one. And just, just think of uh, how he'll be with a, a weapon like Merritt outside him, not over him. So, yeah, unfortunately, uh, it, Merritt's it, it, it not coming well. back for a while, mate. Um, he's in a lot of trouble. Foot is not good. Uh, the bad, I guess, is Matthew Merritt's injury. Um, yep. But the flip side of that was it opened up the chance for um, English to play fullback. Yeah. What's the ugly? Think hair. Oh, okay. Matty King. And Chris, and Chris McQueen. That, okay, the two of them. The new hair bears. Oh, we've had to put up with Matty King's hair for a few years. I think, for me, the ugliest scene of the whole season was watching Sammy Burgess limp off again. That was that yeah, was yeah, that's true. That's, yeah. and that's, that's well and truly Josh McQueen. GT, you, every, everyone can check out his uh, tips at gttips.co.uk if you are going to get on he's a guy that you want to listen to and all these uh, experts across a whole bunch of different sports correct Matt? Yeah we've just this morning we've published our US Masters golf tips so if any of you are looking for advice on the golf I know um, we like one of your boys Adam Scott to to go well again Um, it's all there on gttips.co.uk and obviously what I've done through there for the NRL is given my tips but what we've done on the site is we give our value bets and if you look through I think our last Six or seven tips. We've had five or six winners. Um, we're absolutely flying. So if you if you enjoy having a punt on the NRL, um, gttips.co.uk is the place you want to be heading. Too easy. Thank you very much, George Taylor. See you next week. Okay, there he is, GT. He's given us the good oil. The bad water. <laughs> the Josh McCrone. All right, uh, we're going to talk to Maria Cialis in like 20 seconds here on Not The Footy Show because we've told her we're going to speak to her at about quarter to nine. It's now about ten past nine, so i better give her a call. And um, as we, we get underway, mate, and I've just got a message, and I bet you it's from um, Matty Duncan telling me he's uh, MCing Dunnins. Yes, in case you didn't know, uh, Matty Duncan was supposed to be on now. Right. But uh, he's got a gig as the Kabucha Snakes MC for the night. I think he's calling bingo, so I uh, hope he has a good night. Well, I hope he has a successful night. Would you ever do bingo, mate, if you had a chance? No. I wouldn't, you, you wouldn't. I, and, and uh, mate, when we were like 19, my friends thought it was a really good thing to go down to the Galston Club and, and do the meat raffle on, on Wednesday nights. And I, what is that, people? You sit there and everyone everyone goes, oh, 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 for, for meat. What is that? Who cares? 
And then when you win, they're like proud as punch and they're walking up to the front. Throw me a freaking bone here. I'm the boss. Easy info. To get Hello. G'day Maria, <laughs> sorry, you caught me mid-story. Mid sorry. <laughs> That's alright, Wazza was, was ringing and I was mid-story. I, I was just hoping you'd shut up eventually, um, but it's worked well. <laughs> Maria, uh, welcome back to Not The Footy Show, episode 100. I was talking to, to DC earlier and we were trying to figure out how many episodes he'd been on. I think you'd be, you'd be getting up there with uh, about 30 episodes now, wouldn't you? Yeah, I think so. It was, it was midway through last year, wasn't it? No, it was the start of the year. I think I, yeah. I think I annoyed you on Twitter, and um, for some reason you said yes, and you decided to come on, and, and now look at you. You're in the same job as you were last time. I know. I haven't even got a promotion or anything. Well, I, I did have a, a word to the editor the other, other week, and um, yeah, I'm doing my best to, to push, push the case. Yeah. Push, the, push the envelope. Uh, now, I believe you were just uh, controlling the action this afternoon, Maria. I was. Um, I actually regret not taking my swimming costume, but then realised... That, that would be awkward if all the warriors saw me in my swimming costume. Oh, um, not, but yes. Uh, um, you were down at Jamboree yeah. Recreation Park, I believe. <laughs> yeah, I was at Jamboree and the whole warriors squad was there because we were staying down at Kayama for the week. Um, got to chat to a few of them for some feature stories, which was good. Now, that'll be for oh. next week's next week's um, uh, big league, not this week's, right? No, not this week's. Um, but we're, uh, I'm hoping to rush them out. Over the season. Oh, very, very good. players, I think. Ben Matalino, he's yeah. been awesome. Yeah, oh, Matalino. Everyone knows how much I've been on. He's, he's a champion. I'm a big fan of Matalino, as they call him. Yeah. Um, what did you uh, get out of the, uh, the the vibe of the camp? They always seem like they have a bit of fun, the Warriors, and uh, down at Jamboree. And people aren't aware there was an ad in the 90s that was Jamboree, where you control the action. Sorry, we just had to get Is some... that still around? Is, it still, is, is the ad still oh, it's, around? It's got to be on Wing TV or something. Yeah, it had to like be that, on Wollongong TV or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, sure. What was your impression of the Warriors? They've only, we mentioned just a second ago they've only beaten the um, Eels and the Titans. How do you feel yeah. about uh, their their vibe, their buzz? Well, they're, they're all very friendly with each other and jokey with each other. Um, I don't know what the goal is with them, though, to be honest. They, they come out in games for the first half an hour and are just dreadful. So... I mean, if, if they can turn that around, because they come home strong, it's just the first 30 minutes or so. I think they've conceded in the first five games uh, an average of about 12 points in the first 20 minutes. It's, it's, been, uh, it's been a bit uh, leaky over there with the Warriors. Now, um, what we had to you know, say is that you, you were preparing for Big League. That meant that yesterday you, you put all the things together for uh, Big League magazine this Thursday. But we don't care about that. We want to know about your greatest moments here on Not The Footy Show. Well, I, I, I have a very poor memory, to be honest, but I do think that um, any time I swear or almost swear is quite a highlight, because I can, I can tell you guys are uncomfortable with it. Well, it's, it's, it's more that we're trying to avoid having to um, label our podcast explicit, if I'm honest. Um, <laughs> and if you, and if you uh, tend to slip some out, I mean, I actually noticed that two weeks ago, Maria, I, yes. I, I overlooked on the editing process about three or four. You, you snuck them in. Come on. Samsonite. I was way off. I knew it started with an S, though. I'm really sorry. And people, yeah, I mean, I understand how a lot of people wouldn't expect it from me, because I have a very high-pitched voice. And if you saw me, I, I'm a small woman. Yes. Um, I have the mouth of a sailor. You, 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 uh, you are a, a Belmore girl, correct? That is correct, yes. So you had to we learn are... all, your, all your skills on the hill at Belmore, so um, we won't hold it against you. Uh, we'll just say if you do it again... You're off. You're off the podcast. Oh, I wouldn't have said that. I, I, I should have said I would have done a, I would have done a couple of bananas again because you know I do like that little 
Bananas. Bananas. Um, now, Maria, um, you, you have been with us uh, the last year and a bit, and, and we just wanted to say that um, you definitely have added another level to our podcast. I think it's been a really interesting way to, to get, um, not so much, I mean, you have provided it, but not so much we're, we're after like the inside word or anything, but it's been a, a really pleasant way to, I guess, talk about things outside of just tipping and stuff. And, and I just wanted to say thank you for making yourself available and, and giving us your time each week. No, thanks for having me. I uh, always have opinions on stuff. Most people don't want to hear them usually, so this is nice. Ah, very, very good. And DC, yeah. you, uh, you, you, you've surely got something you want to say about Maria? Well, I'm the one that labelled her the queen of, of league, so I, yeah, uh, everyone knows how I feel about Maria. <laughs> okay, um, we're going to go on to... Um, I was getting hot flushes when you were talking about your swimming costume, but... You know. <laughs> Uncomfortable! Um, we're looking at, uh, at the four clubs with you, Maria, about the good, the bad, and the Josh McCrone, and um, I kind of sound... really if... harsh, by the way. Why are you so mean to Josh McCrone? Did you watch Monday Night? So he, he could be a really good player if he played New South Wales Cup. Now, um, the, the ratings of the Canterbury Bulldogs, a team that uh, started the year with high hopes, and you know you're four and four and one after five rounds, Maria. Uh, what's the good? The good um, would be number one national treasure Ben Barber, I think. Yes. Um, why? I why isn't he a New South Welshman? Sorry? I said, why isn't he a New South Welshman? It's just, it's a tragedy. I know, it's so unfair. And I've, I've started calls, you know, is it too early to build him a statue of Belmont Falls going? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll no, he, he's um, clearly worked on his defence a lot, which is probably a bit, yeah, not that great. Well, that, that, that tackle on Luke Bailey on the weekend, I mean, how, oh, good, how good was how, that? How good was it? I mean, he's, a, he's not a big man. Um, He's not much taller than me, I don't think. So to stop Luke Bailey is just. Um, what about the bad? What's the, been the bad for you from a Doggies fan point of view? I, I don't know. I don't know if this counts as the bad, but um, I think losing Trent Hodkinson mm. is a really big concern. Um, yep, I can't disagree with that. Bad luck, I guess. Now, yeah. do you want to do the Josh McCrone or should let DC do the Josh McCrone? I, I can do the Josh McCrone, do- but I mean, you might have a better one. No, go for it. No, I just, um, everyone's talking about four out of five and all that kind of stuff, but their ball handling has been atrocious yeah, has in been. some parts. I mean, it, just awful, awful mistakes, awful penalties. And as a fan, makes you want to pull your hair out. But you are four and one, so you probably leave the hair in, I would be recommending. Uh, we're going on to the, uh, which team we have next? The Tigers, team that was oh. predicted by a lot of us that we're going to win the grand final. I maintain, don't get off the Tigers... Tigers bandwagon yet? Stick with it. It's very early in the season, but there's not much good to talk about, is there, Maria? No, there isn't really. I would say, I mean, Benji had a good a good game for most of last week, which is a positive. I yeah, suppose. I guess that would lead us to the bad, which would be a defence. But if we wanted to move yeah, to the Josh McCrone quickly, <laughs> it would be that play from the scrum with five minutes left. All oh. that the Tigers needed to do was either get a repeat set or go for a field goal. Game is over from yeah. the scrum. They attacked, Bo Ryan goes over the sideline, window open to the uh, yeah, Bunnies. Yeah, but it had been coming all game for mine. The Tigers, they didn't look like they were able to close them out, and the Bunnies were looking like they were going to claw their way back, and Tigers just didn't do anything about it. Yep, something that um, annoys me about 
the Tigers, or I guess the coaching staff ideals or whatever, but th- there's always two backs on the bench. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, like, why? Yeah. There's, there's no reason for that. Well, you know, next time you talk to Tim Sheens, just ask him, point blank. <laughs> why? Why, Tim? Why, no, why? Can can we also say that the ugly is what was the the statistic was sixty six missed tackles in yeah. two weeks? Yeah, they've, they've that added. is Yikes. ridiculous. Um, the ugly almost might be the fact that the uh, Telegraph thought that was the exclusive um, <laughs> <laughs> that the Tigers have missed tackles in recent weeks. Yeah, thanks, boys. Um, we're moving to the Manly Seagulls, Dave's favourite team. Um, Don't say that. What's the good? The good is um, that they've signed. Oh, sorry, you go. I tell you what, the last couple of weeks haven't been very. Jamie Lyon, can I can I speak a player? You can pick he's a player. Been, he's been good as always, hasn't he? Yep, he has been. Yeah. I'm a big fan of, big fan of uh, Killer. The other good is that they've re-signed both Cherry Evans and Foran. Is that confirmed the Foran one? Uh, I, that's what I, I heard on the radio this afternoon. I... You don't know? I don't think it's confirmed yet. But, um, Jane Ritchie did tweet it and he's got a pretty good relationship with Manly. So I can tell I'm... you that I'd, I'd been told by a birdie. That, they said it on the radio. Of all the players that the Manly wanted to re-sign that were coming off contract, there was only two that were in their mind. They signed one of them a week ago. The other one you're talking about now. They don't care who else they let go as long as they hold on to Kieran Foran yeah. and Daly Cherry Evans. Well, why wouldn't you? There they're are both... a lot of them that are off contract, though. Yep. They're the two. If they sign those two, then they're okay because you can always build around good halves. Yeah, it's hard to put good... Yeah, I mean, the Toyota Cup team, um, they made 76 missed tackles last week. Like, it's, it's, it's bad. That's almost as many and, points as they had against wow. them two weeks ago, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, they lost by 78. And I don't think the New South Wales Cup team is that great. They lost, so yeah. I don't know what they're building on. But, um, yeah. but that's the thing. Last year, depth wasn't an issue because they ended up winning the comp because they didn't get many injuries. And yeah. yeah, It's one of those things. We did identify that with... I guess that's the bad, is that depth is not there. Now, the ugly. Got any ugly for us, Dave? I don't have any ugly for them. The, the ugly really is um, Glenn Stewart. The fact that he's ugly, and the oh, fact, that, he, and the fact yeah. that he's not there. That's so harsh, because I have a mate yeah. who, who looks identical to Glenn Stewart. I'm about to show oh DC Chapman this photo. Um, I can't show it to you guys all on the, um, uh, on the screen at the moment. I'll try and, I'll try and add a photo into the... Um, Him not being in the side makes such a difference to their, to their performance for the whole night because he's their main go forward guy and when he's not there they just they don't look as good they don't look as good now uh, feel for me DC just talk about the uh, is there any more ugly is that the only ugly you can think of for the uh, Seagulls any other players well the, well what most tackling style for instance it's pretty ugly yeah that's pretty ugly any others most of the manly fans are pretty ugly are you, have you ever been on the hill there? Have you, have you no, been on the hill? No, it's it's an interesting experience. I will say that for for a fact. Um, look, we'll get to Glenn Stewart and surely, his uh, picture at some point. Um, surely, I can't a lot of the right beaches now. would be good looking people, wouldn't they? I mean, not on that hill. Not on that hill. Okay, <laughs> go to that hill, and um, yeah, it's 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 interesting. Uh, the next, uh, here we go. DC, knock yourself out. Tell me that this is not um, the same person. Loading. Get on with it. Oh wow. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty much the same person. I will, I will show a picture on the video here this week, people, but if uh, my mate Nick is not... It's, the, the, it's yeah. not the Nick that you guys know, it's another Nick, is not Glenn Stewart, then I'll give it away. It's a bit of a round head. It's unbelievable. It's, it's, a bit of a round head. it's the same, same receding hairline and everything. It's just incredible. Um, now we have to go to the last team, which is the Sydney Roosters. What's the good, Maria? Oh, Jared Hargrave has been really, really good. Yeah. He's woken up. He knows how to play football all of a sudden. Yeah, and he still does have that, you know, silly sort of swinging arm, shoulder kind of thing that creeps in there, but he's just fired up. Yeah, Love he it. has. 
I think it's been very good. The bad is Anthony Michelot's hands. I think they maintain their level of consistency. Um, the, the the ugly though. Um, Whenever you look at their team sheet, there's not a whole heap that stands out. Yeah. No. There isn't no. really. Uh, just doesn't seem to be that many superstars in their team, and even the ones that used to be are now average players. And you just don't, yes. you, you think to yourself, wow, really? Hmm. Even Mitchell hasn't been. Yeah, Pierce is under pressure for that New South Wales jersey, and I don't want to hear people say he's safe as the incumbent because I, I just can't see how he is. He's, he's not. It's playing interesting. Right. We were saying at work how everyone's talking about the five-eight position, but Jamie Salad has been as consistent as he has, you know, in the past few years. It's Mitchell who's been quiet, so I don't yeah. know why. Well, actually, there was a comment, about. Dean Ritchie. We were talking about him before. He, he posted in one of his articles that Jamie Salad had been. What was the word? Um, had been con- not consistent. What was the oh? What was the word? Come on, Dave. You, you, you've lost me. I've got no idea what you're talking about. Do you want me to fill while you have a thing? <laughs> fill for me. Like, basically, basically, he said he's been solid and strong. How can you be solid and strong? You're either one or the other, surely. No. Yeah. Why, why would you not be able to be solid and strong? You know, he's solid. He's rock like is a... both solid and strong. Shut up, Jamie. You know, um, what's the problem? Words, you have 500 words. You're gonna get there. So you need to be solid. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> solid and strong. I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, now uh, we have to go to uh, what's in big league this week because we have to get your tips very quickly with the, the colours, of course, and that's gonna take 30 seconds. Um, what's in big league this week, Maria? Um, well, uh, well, Manly have their first home game at Brookie, so uh, cover is Daily Terry Evans, and I talked to a couple of these old coaches. And, you know, like, I find it really hard to find anyone who has a bad word to say about that kid. Yeah. It's, um, he's just like an A-plus student kind of thing. The only downside for that poor kid is that he has played a year and five games in the NRL. Last yeah. Saturday night was his worst game by such a distance. I had not seen him play a bad game of football. And unfortunately, that happened last week, like a week after he signed his new deal. But he'll be he'll back yeah. this week. He will be the, the reason that the uh, Panthers probably crush. Oh, Panthers get crushed. On Monday night, what else is in Big League? Um, well, I, I actually was very surprised when we got to talk to Nate Miles, um, which is weird because he you know, obviously doesn't talk to the media much anymore. But um, he was very nice. He's married to that um, Home and Away actress Tessa James. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> you're, talk- you're talking to two blokes that just. Blanks I reckon there. we might, we might have watched uh, Home and Away twenty years ago if we were lucky uh, when when well, Pepper was a real character. I'm gonna be but um, <laughs> yeah, he just—he's very honest talking about you know the Titans on-field stuff. Yep. And um, well, it's funny yeah, you mentioned that because we um through the network whatever we do blogs and um we've got a Nate Miles blog coming at the, this week as well and so he's done two interviews in the space of a week so Whoa. he's a dead set a media darling now old Nate um and he's actually still playing pretty good football despite the results and uh, anything yeah. else. Um. Oh. Uh, oh. Um. We got. Um. I'm sick of Bono's stuff. All right. But, yep. <laughs> one of my colleagues got Bo Ryan to talk about um, what makes a good winger. So we've sort of cut up a body of all the best qualities of a winger um, in each player in the NRL that he picked, and it looks really cool. Very and, good. Um, Did um. <laughs> I'm intrigued. I, I, I have to ask this question: Is any part of Bo Ryan on that body? I didn't see the final. He's, he's yeah. crutch. <laughs> I, I'm assuming so. Surely he, he's in there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go to your tips, Maria. You can get Big League at all, all good news agencies in at the game. Um, obviously, it's, this weekend's a great, a great weekend to go to games and to watch it on TV, isn't it, Maria? It is. Friday 
going to be good. Yep, uh, Bulldogs and the Rabbitohs. Now, yeah. I think we just say from now on for us the year, just have we just say Bulldogs regardless of who they're playing. Is that right? Uh, well, why, why do you say that? Because you've done it the last three weeks. Surely, well. surely red and blue is better than, than blue and white. Red and blue. <laughs> well, blue and red. <laughs> That's Wait, Newcastle. This is what I'm saying. They're better colours. Uh, anyway, sorry. Way. So, so who, are you going? Are you going? Sorry. Are you going the uh, Bulldogs or are you going the Bunnies? Well, I like slow and light, so I will be going with the Bulldogs, yes. And we could have saved ourselves 30 seconds by just agreeing to that <laughs> a while ago. Tigers and Broncos. Can the Tigers turn it around? Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. I'll go with the Tigers. Okay. Uh, the Titans and the Roosters? I think the Titans will finally win a game. Do you notice what's happening, DC? She's not choosing by colour anymore. She's not. It's good. No, we've t- no, we've no, turned no, no, no. her. Finally. It's taken a few weeks, but we've just subtly worked our way in. <laughs> We're into a brain. It's all working. Sharks and dragons. Sharks. That's that's an okay pick. Oh, I'll stand by that. That's good. That's good rugby league knowledge right there. Uh, Raiders and Warriors. Warriors. She's on fire. She's going to get a perfect round this week. Uh, Knights and Eels. Oh. Eels. Now that no 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 you like the, <laughs> you like the red and blue you're just turning that round just so it doesn't look like you're tipping with your head come no, on no no I like I like the goldish kind of deal they got going. Well, the knights used to have goldish stuff on their front with Henny Penny come on I um, just the eels okay <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we've got the cowboys and the storm ah oh, the, the storm <laughs> it lasted one tip uh, sea eagles and panthers. Okay, we've got, we got seven of eight tips with uh, her head and not her colour yeah. stand preference, so that's yeah, pretty I good. So. We'll work on her for next time, but right. I, think, I think we're getting there. When she gets like seven from eight this week, and the one game that she didn't t- she didn't tip with her head is the uh, Knights and the Eels, and she gets that one wrong, how's she going to feel? She's going to feel like a goose. Like Josh McCrone. All right, there's your tips. A pineapple. <laughs> for round number six for Maria. She's fighting the good fight for you, Joshy. Um, just start playing good football, mate, and I'll get off your case. Uh, um, <laughs> Dave doesn't wow. like it. I'm on, I'm on it. It's because Sam Williams is carving up in New South Wales Cup. That's why I'm, I'm yeah, disappointed. Uh, Maria, we've always ha- enjoyed having you on the show. Um, I had to... Re- and, I, and the reason that I've saved this, uh, my number three moment in Not The Footy Show's uh, fine history is our guests have been outstanding. Every person that we've got on, um, with the possible exception of... See, I can't think of anybody. Isn't that, isn't that lovely? Um, have been fantastic. And, and the fact that you give up your time is... Um, well, I can't really understand it, but we're just really thankful that uh, you have. And, and all our guests, we've had ex-players, we've had um, people in the media, um, as well as Maria, for the papers and on TV and a whole bunch. And, and they've given us their, their time. And, um, yeah, it's been great to, to have them on and, and offer insight. And, and, Maria, you have been one of those people, so thank you very much. Oh, thank you for having me. Very good. And Dave, say goodbye, Maria. Send her on away. Enjoy your legally, lover. See you guys. Bye. <laughs> See you later. It's okay. I'm a little driver. Anywhere. Okay, there's Maria Ciala. So I have to ring uh, our man, uh, Manny Duncan, to round out the show, mate, and uh, and bring us home. Um, any any things to share? You seem a bit emotional there, mate. Or are you just a bit hot? I did not, well, I'm a little bit hot there too. I do have a bone to pick. We've not been able to... Because I, I only get three live games, or three games each week on free-to-air TV. Do you want to save it for when we talk to Maddie Duncan? No, I want to do it now. 
Okay, I'll say. Yeah, I've been waiting for a phone call for about the last fifteen okay. minutes. Okay, so. well, quickly. Um, but yeah, it's a good you, point. Start, 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 start. No, um, no, no. I'm good. No, I'm, I'm waiting now. You're waiting now. All right. I'm waiting. You've made me wait. All right, we're going to talk to me, Duncan, right now. Here on <laughs> not the footy show, episode one hundred. As soon as he picks up his phone, anyway. Yeah. Should we just start singing? Oh, okay, was. That's you, was you said g'day to you. I can't I can't answer. You were supposed to start singing. I came down from Gavulcha. How was it mate? How was the MC extraordinaire tonight? Yeah, very good night, uh, boys. Uh, good night had by all, so and uh, happy one hundredth by the way. Oh thank you very much, mate. You can count. Uh, everybody else I've had to actually tell. It's Warwick's 100 years old. I mean, 100 oh, uh, episodes old. I was actually a bit annoyed. I had the podcast on the iPhone driving home through the speaker and um, someone rang to interrupt and it was you. I was, <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was listening to what Maria was saying and the next thing you're ringing me. So, oh, uh, very, very I'm good. Maria has been, um, yeah. has been one of our, our fine guests. And, mate, you... I think it's it's worth just as we we look into obviously you're gonna give us our tips for round number six and you just come off a, a, an outstanding bingo night at Kabulcha Snakes Legs Club, um, mate. How did it all start? You are not the footy show. How do you recall becoming part of not the footy show? I got the call up late, wasn't it? Late in the year, um, not last year. What was it? Two thousand and ten. Yeah, two thousand ten. Call up and. Um uh, run towards the finals. I don't know how I got the call. I think you might have been on my show, was or something like that. Or, or I, that I honestly, I, I can't. My memory. I can't put my finger on where it actually happened. My guess is, and this is just trying to go back to the the dark ages. I think there was a tip about something. I don't know who it was. There was a you got a tip up in Queensland about a player signing or something that that seemed really legit. And I rang you up and just had a chat about it. It could have actually. I think it was the Melbourne. Was it the Melbourne Storm? It was. Don't look at me. Was it was something. We had a chat, and I just went. You know, I'd known you from about 2002. I think we were in a fantasy league email thing together. I think mean, that was via. How, was that through the League Unlimited forums all those years ago, mate? It was. That's exactly right. Was yep. And we've, right. we've obviously we've we've moved on from from those forums, and now we're just dribbling on the radio. Um, but anyway, we played in these these comps together and stayed in sort of half contact for a while, and then. Something happened in 2010, and before we know it, you're you're providing all the uh, the scoops up from Queensland, and and mate, I have to ask you, uh, you know, we're going to get your top five moments in not the footy show history, but I, I it'll be on probably one of your ones, but I have to say that you know, as judges go, you're up there with the best, my friend. Oh, I've been lucky a couple of times, was I've, I've rattled a few names off, I've seen come through the Queensland Cup that have. Uh have kicked on over the years and a few that have come through junior football I've, I've got one or two right if you throw enough my son's going to stick was well that's the Danny Dart thrower thing isn't it if he throws enough darts eventually one sticks in somebody and uh, that's how he gets his exclusives uh, mate you're we were saying you know, to the other guys how many episodes you've been on I reckon you're pushing you'd be you'd be close to the half century if not past it I would imagine yeah I reckon I might have got the uh, the 50 up all so I did come in late that year and uh, I think I've only missed one since and that was round one last year yeah it's a pretty impressive effort isn't it from the old uh, Matty Duncan and um, everybody as you know he's he's been doing all his shows up on Thursday mornings he gets up early he does the, the, the three hour shift correct three hour shift kicks off at 6 o'clock Queensland time was which is universal time these days but um yeah, it, uh, it, uh, sometimes when you're running late, it was, it was a bit doubtful the next morning when I uh, had to, it's, I'm, a, I'm a bit of a, a doubtful rise of the best of times, so if we've gone over time and not the footy show, sometimes it's
can only imagine that the, the money that we keep sending you uh, is paying for it all, and um, that's why yeah. you keep coming back, because... Um, well, the dollars help boys, they go a long way, they, they, appreciate it. They do, but we're going to get your top five moments in Not The Show history. Uh, but before we start, I have to give number two. And uh, it, it goes a little something like this. When a man from the right comes in third to a fight, that's so That's brilliant. Fed Man's high day. There you go, mate. <laughs> that's brilliant. Uh, we, we had to play it for you because... Oh, I got off a phone call earlier today, mate, and I have to tell you that uh, you cane toads better be prepared because at Origin 1 and Origin 2, Flatchy's Blues may well be singing that to Third Man Thotto. Yep, yep. No, that, that, I think we could wrap the show up now. You can't really top 100 show after that uh, little uh, little song. So um, that's some of your best work. <laughs> I would have thought you, you'd you be... You know, so he's actually having a go at us then. Did you put that up? No, I did not. <laughs> that's what he was doing. Oh, OK. Yeah, thanks, Dave. Anyway, you were saying... No, I would have thought you you would have you know maybe gone with the fee fi fo farm rather than the. Name. The fee fi foam's up there, and those little bits that we put inside the show, um, they're either you things that. Over there. <laughs> they're, they're little bits that we try and add to the show, and I think they work, don't they, Maddie? Oh, they work. They work a trait. Fee fi fo farm. No, no, that's that's in my top five for sure. Fee fi fo farm. Fee fi fo farm. Fee fi fo farm. Fee hi ho farm. Well, uh, mate, we will get you a top five in just a few seconds, but uh, I have to tell you that my man DC has been sitting here for a while trying to come up with this this skit that I'm sure will be on the video uh, version of, of Not The Footy Show Episode 100, but mate, can you give us what's, what's, got, what's got your goat? It's, it's, okay, but it's not, don't call it a skit. I'm, I'm just... Production. Here's, Hamlet. What here's, is it? here's the thing. Here's the thing. I only get to watch three games of Rugby League every week because there's only three games on free-to-air TV and everyone else is watching eight games because they've got Foxtel. And I'm just very annoyed about it. So what I want to do is I want to ask Foxtel to sponsor me so that so that every week, if they sponsor me, that is, I'm going to sit here and, and you know, like I know that's my, for the main part we're a podcast, but there are people that view it it's, so it's, conce- it's a conceptual idea, everybody. <laughs> it's it's theatre of the mind. And you know, and if they if they sponsor me, I'll, I'll wear their little their little logo. Yeah, he's but, got a little one there. But yeah, that's I, about. I've got I've got a few different size logos that I that I was thinking of because they've got five different packages. I went they do. And, oh, you had a look. Yeah. I went and checked it out. Their, their get started package is only sixty one dollars, and that's basically the the all the basic stuff. Plus, you get to choose one of the other packages. There's five other packages. They've got kids, drama, knowledge, sports, and movies. So the get started package. Only gets you this tiny little foxtail thing, which is about two inches by one inch, it's put just, on the side of your arm. It's, it's a sleeve. It's a sleeve. Sleeve sponsor. That's, that's, it. that's all you get. So hopefully you'll sponsor me for more than that foxtail. Hopefully the family package, which is next. <laughs> how many how many categories have we got, mate? So, so we got the that, that's get started plus kids drama and knowledge. Can you and get for shorty that, for me? Or for that you get this one, right? That, that that really that has to go on the chest, but it's only this big. How big is this one, mate? Oh, it's about that big. About, uh, I, I don't know how many inches that is. Three inches by five, right? <laughs> you thought the come on, Foxtel, and uh, Matt, you, Matt, you thought the third man thought I was a low point, buddy. Then we've got the sports package, yes, yes. bit bigger. Good idea. Haven't we? Movies package. We've got the shark. What? Come on, Foxtel, get on. Please, Mister Foxtel man, look at this big one. You could have this one on not the footy show every week, and all you've got to do is sponsor me with free Foxtel. <laughs> That's okay. all you got to do. Oh, I'm glad I, I'm glad I left this segment open. Because if that. you don't jump on board, Mr. Foxtel man, yeah, what's happening? I'm going to go with Big Pond. 
<laughs> I'm gonna ring them up. See if I can get them. Remember, remember Optus Vision. <laughs> Optus Vision. That's gonna go there if, if, if Foxtel doesn't get. Or maybe I'll start. Is that still is that still kicking? I don't know what's. What, uh, I'm literally, I tried, I tried I'm literally to find crying, the, people. I tried to um, find the galaxy. He's, got, he's, he's been sitting at, sitting at work all afternoon. He's been uh, uh, cutting printing out, them out, printing out things, cutting, and cutting them, out. them out, and sticky tape and. Um, Oh, it's it's good preparation because now to it. Foxtel's going to give me free Foxtel yep, yep. To, to, um, to put their logo on. Save us, save us, Maddie. Save us, Maddie. What's your top five moments? Not the footy show. <laughs> <laughs> well, probably not, mate. I've just cut out for a minute, mate. I went through a tunnel. I missed the last bit. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think all our podcast listeners will miss it as well. <sighs> what do you got? Come for on, it? I need to get. Fo- I need to get one. <laughs> have some, have some compassion. What have you got, Maddie Duncan? Top five moments. Top five moments, uh, not the footy show moments. Well, in no particular order, uh, a couple of the interviews you've done was uh, are my favourites at, let's say, five and, and, and four. Uh, the MG interview I really ended, uh, I enjoyed. I, I reckon MG's one of the best entertainers coming around in, in rugby league. Yep. Um, hated him as a player, but really enjoyed his work in the media and really enjoyed his interview with you. And- Game two, Wednesday night. Will we see third man Friday uh, reprise his best role? <laughs> Oh, well, if he does, I hope so. I'll put one on his chin. The other one is a Queenslander. He spent some time at my beloved Dolphins. Choppy Close, one of the funniest interviews I've ever heard. So, yeah, there are a couple of my favourites. It was good fun. You can draw a long bow, mate, but I can tell you, I've got two maroon nuts, and that's how they're going to stay. Uh, another one was in uh, kind of a similar situation uh, last, as, uh, as, last uh, as it went in the moment, was when... Uh, uh, you gave me a call after Origin last year was, after Queensland was successful, and uh, I'd lost my voice. But uh, <laughs> we're still talking to you, mate, still the same. I know, a little bit self-indulgent, so, but still, that was that was good times. And I think uh, me with no voice makes pretty good uh, podcast with No, me. not at all, mate, not at all. And uh, another probably self-indulgent one, mate, is just because he, he kicked on probably more than... Most of my other tips over the year, but uh, Daly Cherry Evans, uh, I did throw him out on the end of year episode and said he was a, a player to watch before he played an NRL game. I think he might have been named on the bench uh, yep. but, uh, as the 18th man. And I said, watch out for this kid. He can play and he might have kicked on if it was. Yeah, he goes all right, the old DCE. It's, a, it's one of yeah. the best calls I've ever heard, mate. And, yeah. uh, I will give I will give him, uh, this man, May Duncan, a big rap because I mentioned before we were involved in, like, those fantasy games and whatever, and, and one of our jobs in those games is to identify young players and, and pick them up when they're like 16, 17, and, and you, you draft and trade, and all that sort of stuff. And uh, this man, me, Duncan, has given me a lot of good advice over the years. Uh, Jack Reed was another one. Um, Phil Graham, when he came down from uh, up there in Queensland, and a you guy a, mate, a guy called Greg Inglis. Really? Uh, Greg Inglis, he identified him as well. So, uh, me, Duncan, we tip, your lid on that, uh, tip our lids to you, mate, because you've, uh, you've got it right more often than not, but Nick Sliney... Um, might be a miss. And there was uh, Sammy Thornton many years ago too. Was I said would play for Australia? So and and, and in, in our defence, that, that laughed off that one. When he played for Australia, he wasn't ready. Now he is, and there's no doubt about it. But I still can't believe he actually made the Australian team the year he did. Yeah, I got a fast track was to make my prediction look better. And so, is that is that it, mate? Or have you got one more? No, one more is, is not an actual moment. It was, but uh, I, I love talking rugby league each week with, with you, mate, and that's that's been the highlight for the last fifty shows or so. So a little bit sentimental, but uh, I, I love it. Thanks very much, buddy. Appreciate it. Yeah, good call. Okay, good call. Um, mate, we're going to get your tips for uh, round number six, and then we'll jump into the last bunch of teams that we have on our list uh, to uh, Good, Bad, and Josh McCronum. Um Friday, mate, we've got the Bulldogs up against the Rabbitohs. 
Yeah, uh, tough one was, but I think the, the Bulldogs, right? Yeah, uh, and we've already given our tip for GT, but I think we're both in agreement. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tigers and Broncos, mate, is this the week the Tigers uh, get a chance to, to, to take advantage, I guess, of a Broncos team that fell asleep a bit last week in the second half? Yeah, I, I think uh, probably anything else in the second half, so Grissom would have uh, gone through them this week at training. I think that it, it may have been even a blessing in disguise. I don't think they'll be complacent this week. And uh, like I said, I'll keep putting the Tigers all year. Uh, Broncos to win there. And speaking of teams that you need to put, uh, Titans and Roosters, mate. Yeah, that's a, a tricky one, but uh, the, the Roosters there, the lesser of two Eagles. <laughs> Good point. Uh, Sharks and Dragons. Yeah, it should be a, a close game. Sharks in, in some good form, playing some good football. Uh, I think the uh, Dragons to bounce back, though. Okay, uh, the Raiders and Warriors in Canberra on Sunday. Oh, yeah, you warned me was. I fell into the Raiders' trap. They got me. They won't get me again, uh, Warriors. Yep. <laughs> they just, just stay away from those Raiders, mate. That is a team that just cannot beat good sides when uh, things don't go completely their own way. Uh, Knights and Eels. Yeah, Knights good things this week was. They will win and win easy. And I believe they are your special fried rice. They are. Declared them as the rice. Take uh, it on. <laughs> the Cowboys and the Storm, uh, they clash on Sunday Night Footy, which is a, a nice little bonus at the end of Easter weekend. Haven't, uh, looking forward to the game. The Cowboys uh, have been a team that haven't been good to me this year. Hard to tip against the Storm was. But they'll, they'll lose one soon, but uh, I don't know if it's going to be yet. Yep. And then finally, Monday night, Seagulls and Panthers at Rookie. Yeah, oh, I think the Seagulls find form again here and win that one. Okay, now there's your tips for uh, round number six. Now, I'll just quickly go through everybody's uh, cumulative total. Uh, after five rounds, I can tell everybody that um, DC Chapman is out in front, 25 for 40. Put your hand up, come on, take, take the applause. Well done, mate. Five from eight, all favourites once Wait, again. There was no applause. It'll get added in post, okay, mate. You'll okay, be fine. Okay. Uh, in second spot is Matty Duncan, uh, five from eight last week, mate. Twenty-three for forty. It's a pretty good start for you, mate. Yeah, almost almost slow start. Also, I like where I'm travelling so far. Then we've got Nick and myself on twenty-two out of forty, and then Maria and GT uh, batting at five hundred. And, and poor old eyes, he's eighteen for forty. Uh, you'll hear him later on the show, everybody. I'll end the show tonight. But um, yeah, they've got a current little wager going with me and him. Whoever finishes higher. Um, if he finishes higher, he gets a big box of Lego, so like a, a pirate ship or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And um, apparently, I get a hug. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, that's what I win. So um, yeah, I'm, do, I'm hoping. Do you not get them anyway? Like, oh it... no, he, he, he's on a complete hug ban until the end of the season. That's what he's told me. Oh dear. Um, but yeah, there we go, buddy. We have to go through the teams uh, as you drive home from. Oh, from Kombucha. Oh, i got to sing the song, dude. Come oh, on. From, oh, I came down no, from... you drove home from... Well, I don't... Anyway, uh, mate, uh, the Melbourne Storm, we're going to look at first. Um, the good. Yeah, very good laws, aren't they? Amazing, really. Um, <laughs> a team that every year that... Oh, well, of course, I've had a few dramas uh, with salary cap issues, but uh, they got an amazing three players at Sakura their side, and uh, they got another... You know, 14 or so fellas that help them tackle, but uh, they're just in amazing form. And, you know, I know a few people got carried away after their win last week, talking about undefeated seasons, but they're just a team on, you know, that, that play good football week in, week out. They're always up to their games mentally. They're one hell of a football side. And we'll go, you know, regardless of, of what they achieve this year, we'll go down as, as one of the, the, the great teams that. Than we've ever seen, I think. Yeah, I completely agree. Uh, we have the bad. 
the bad. I'll, I'll, I'll jump in. Um, well, we're doing I the good, the bad, and the ugly. The good, the bad, and the Josh McCrone. Um, yeah. The the bad is their tackling style. I still think it's got. Uh, the bad massive is issues. their history. Uh, the yeah, bad is well, the, there's the, issues the, with their the tackling. The wrestling style of them, you know, it's, it doesn't go well for them, does it? You know, they're um, it, it doesn't look good. You know, they, they cop a lot of criticism about it. Uh, it gets under the opposition coach. It's not a good look for the game. So. Um, that probably think it was more of, of, of the ugly or the Josh McCrone for Well, I, I'd probably put the Josh McCrone is um, the two tackles by Anthony Quinn last week on Junior South. Oh, you cut out again, sorry, there was, mate. That's all right, I was just saying the ugly or the Josh McCrone is the two tackles by Anthony Quinn on Junior South last week. Yeah, no, they, they were pretty Josh McCrone, weren't they? They were. Now, the next team to look at uh, is the Brisbane Broncos, your boys. The good has to be life after lock here, doesn't it? Life after look is looking okay. Was a lot better than most people predicted. Um, yeah, it's um, they're playing good football. Norman's coming ahead in leaps and bounds. Wallace, I know another player, not a huge weapon was, but uh, had taken the range this year and playing good football uh, yep. behind a, a really impressive pack. Yep. And uh, DC, what's the bad for the Broncos? You've probably seen them every week, haven't you? Because they've been on TV. Yeah, yeah, they have been on TV. <laughs> Um, there isn't too much bad about them. They're just doing really, really well. The bad, you can only say, is that um, last week against the Dragons, they did take their foot off the pedal, but they, they well, could I afford think, to. I think the bad is, they, they just, and I actually, I, I was at another function last week where Wally Lewis spoke. He said, at the moment, they just like that, that person to, to throw the real knockout punch where yeah, they need it. They didn't true. have it in that Cowboys game. They, they didn't. They were lucky they had the big lead in the St. George game. So that's probably the closest they've got, but they just don't have that real knockout punch thrower. Yeah, and the ugly would be the fact that Corey Parker was in everyone's dream team. Broke his thumb and was out for like six weeks. That's the ugly as far as I'm concerned. You got anything for, for that one, Matt? Jarrell, yeah, well, Yings wasn't real. was a bit ugly as well. Yeah, yeah, that, uh, yeah, yeah it was. Yeah. It was. I, won't even, I won't even classify the Josh McCrone because that was just, oh, that was not good. Ah. Um, no, the next one, next thing to look at is the Parramatta Eels. Can we start with the Josh McCrone to start with? Oh, well, let, let, no, we'll start with the good. They, they were <laughs> there against some? us last week. <laughs> it won't take as long to get through. That was, that was about the only yeah. good. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the bad? The other four games? Yeah. Yeah, the other four weeks, yep. Uh, yep. The ugly would probably be the fans booing them uh, after that, at half-time of that Penrith game. Yeah, it's it's so, so that was, was some of the worst football you've seen, and, well, it's, it's been a very disappointing season for, uh, for poor old Parra fans, very Josh McCraneish. Another team that is struggling is the Gold Coast Titans. Uh, they've got one win, which I still can't believe they actually did in round one over the Cowboys. Uh, that's the good. Uh, the bad is that they can't and never will score over 30 points. I think we've, we've established that, haven't we? Yeah, and they're off the... Uh, they've, uh, they've got a poor old Scotty Prince who's passed it, and they've got a very, very basic game plan with uh, a lot of overpaid players, and that brings us to the ugly that, uh, well, how much longer are they going to be around? Oh, well, you know, we're talking rescue packages, but it's a very ugly look for rugby league, isn't it? Yeah, and just a couple of things on the Titans. Um, I did put a... Um, uh, tweet up this afternoon. Uh, let me have a look here. Can you uh, just read some of these for us? My, my tweet originally was, uh, now it has been sold, should the Gold Coast Centre of Excellence be renamed the Gold Coast Centre of Secondhand Ex- Excellence? And to that, a couple of responses. Uh, DC, what was what's the first one? The Centre of Average. Yeah, that's not too bad. We've got the... Um, yeah, the, the Centre of 
a swear word poor performance. <laughs> you can say it, that's all right. Well, after after our talk with Maria, yes, I thought uh, the not. Gold Coast Centre of Mediocrity. Uh, that's all the options that have been put up yeah, there. Well, yeah. On Twitter, um, yeah. Look, and then the mole went and stole my joke uh, about half an hour later from Rugby League Week and, and did the same thing, um, which was fine because it wasn't that good in the first place. Uh, the Gold Coast Titans, they there is talk that they've saved their issue. They've made all their money back and. How can that be? I thought it was only sold for like about a quarter of the percent that it cost them to make. So I, I don't know what's going on with the, the Titans. I said last week when I was speaking to, I think, um, was it you or GT, um, Matty, that you know, I can see them ended up in Perth in a couple of years? Yeah, it's... Uh... Oh, is... oh, did you drop out? Sorry, there you was there. Yep, sorry, mate. No, nah. uh, just, just go again, bud. Really uh, I'll just yeah. leave this in the podcast because it's going to sound fantastic. <laughs> And again, <laughs> and he's gone again. Um, okay, we're just going to move on from. Can I just say the, the Gold Coast? It, it, I mean, it, the, they couldn't support the soccer team either, and now it's looking like they might lose the the rugby league team. What? What's if going only, on? If is, only is, there how, had how been. How was the AFL team doing? Mate, if they, only there had been teams that had been on the Gold Coast before that had failed that they could have looked at. Oh, hang on, mate, seems, there was. <laughs> yeah, it just seems Shit. a bit funny that I mean, the whole reason why they went to the Gold Coast was because of the how many people live there. But aren't they all like retirees or surfies? Like, there's not too many... I still maintain... Are you there, mate, still? Yeah, I'm here, yep, yep. <laughs> um, but go back to 2005, and they asked for people to put out the name of the club. I came up with the Gold Coast Ironmen. I maintain that was the name they should have gone with. The Ironmen. The Ironmen. Yeah, but you can't, because you it's have, a... You have, you have um, swim... Like, what do you call it? The uh, lifeguards as your cheer squad. Yeah, but... It's a win-win. But but Iron, the Iron Man series yeah, is a... But I remember DC and me myself had a note. I, I still maintain that, that South East Queensland, you know, isn't big enough yep. for for another team. Like, the Gold Coast might have worked... They, they have to do everything 100% right for the Gold Coast to work, and they haven't, because it's, it's just not a big enough rugby league market, well, sporting market in South East Queensland. And, and there's a few more other teams in other codes that, that, that aren't too far away. You know, even the Brisbane Royal in the soccer who, who won last year, they, they were only saved by a, a white knight as well. Yeah. And, and the fact that they had a, a magic year, it's, it's just not a big enough market. Yeah, I do agree with that. And DC's... I'm surprised, but... Surprised, it, but it looks looking like it's the case. Yeah, it? it really is. And okay, we need to move on to a couple of teams, mate, and wrap this bad boy up. Newcastle Knights, uh, Wayne Bennett's first year in charge. What's the good for the Knights, mate? Oh, look, I, I don't know if we've seen the whole heap of good. Like from a, from a Wayne Bennett perspective, yet. Um, they're a hard team team to, to actually pinpoint a good. They're, they're playing some okay football, um, but when I was going through this afternoon, I just couldn't. You know, I was, you'd be happy enough as a fan with, with Bennett, but um, yeah, it, it hasn't come yet. What, what's your good there? Danny Badiris is playing well. He, he he's a good for me. He doesn't he doesn't. I don't know, he doesn't set the, the place alight, but he does sort of get the team rolling forward and, and the momentum and the timing of everything seems to fit when he's in the centre of the field. Yeah, um, I he, think he, he's been the good for them. Yeah. Um, the bad has been, I think, Darius Boyd's not yeah, really he, found his spot the, in the side yet. Yeah. Um, Kirk Gidley's played two games and missed three or one of those little things. You can't... The way that they're set up, I think, you know, defence first, if you're going to miss some of those really key attacking players... It's going to hurt you um, early on in the season. Um, but if you are a Knights fan, I think that will come good. The ugly for them, uh, look, I think it's probably Chris Houston going prematurely grey. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, 
Fair enough. Um, Fair enough. I don't know if you've noticed because I did a picture on their site today and there's a, he's given a high five and the poor old bloke, he's, <laughs> there's some serious white happening okay, in, that, in right. that melon. Uh, buddy, uh, the last team we have to look at is your North Queensland Cowboys. I believe they're going to make the playoffs every single year, I think, uh, according to you, mate. Uh, what do you look at the good for them? Oh, the good is, is Matty Bowen playing as a 21-year-old, you know. He's, I think he ticked over the 30 this year, and, um, well, he, he's playing as good as football as ever. Even in a couple of those bad losses, he was, he was their star player by, by far. And, you know, he's one of the, on his day one of the most entertaining players to, uh, to watch play rugby league. Yep, I agree. Another one is the good, I guess, is that Tarek Sims is back from injury. Tarek Sims, yeah, he, he looked came pretty back good gave, on Monday night. Gave the Jonathan ugly, uh, the the bad, I think, is is the way that um, Neil Henry's handling his bench. I still don't understand what's going yeah, on with that. It's um, a bit weird, isn't it? You watch again. You watch T- Tamuello, and like he's in one of my fantasy sides. But forget that for the moment. He carved and, up and Parramatta. Fifi is missing out to um, Antonio Winston, and I don't even know if he's taken the field the first five games of the season. Um, there's some questionable decisions there, I mean, from our perspective, I guess, but, you know, they are three and two, but I think that probably fits the bill for the bad, don't you, Greg? Uh, yeah, yeah, well, well, my bad, my, you know, the, my other bad to them, and, and maybe bordered on the ugly, was Jonathan, and, and it probably relates to some Neil Henry mm. decisions, but Jonathan's first and in out form for this season, yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's, when he's, when he's good, he's good, but when he's bad, he's been ugly this year. He's been he's been channeling a certain number seven for Canberra, I would say. He could say so. Was yeah, he's got the he's got a, a touch of the Macrones about him. At the I didn't say that. I mean, come on, you could have been any number seven. I, I could have, could have been Sam Williams. Lo, 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 love you, Joshy. Um, and, and finally, mate, uh, the uh, yeah, we said the ugly with them, and as I guess that you know the the way it hasn't really worked with uh, Thurston at five eight to a degree. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, they, I think that ugly for them is that they've lost two winnable games at home, linked to the Sharks and. Um, the Titans and, and that one hurt. They, they they hurt you at the end of the year. Yeah, that, that'll hurt them at the end of the year. Those, those two lost, but particularly they'll look back at that Titans game, and that that was one of the worst performances by a, a rugby league team I've seen. I reckon in the last five years. Yeah, absolutely, mate. And uh, we have the last one, which is I guess my number one uh, memory or moment or whatever, if not the footy show, and it closes out. Not the footy show episode one hundred. We thank you everybody for for listening. But it is the fact that people listen to the show. Uh, they don't have to. There's no uh, real incentive, I guess, other than... People uh, actually like what we do. <laughs> how, how is that even uh, enter the mindset of anybody? I don't understand. But Well, it goes. It comes back to the fact that, you know, one of the things that we all say is that we enjoy just sitting down and talking rugby league. And I think league lovers enjoy listening to it and having their own opinion and then going and talking to their mates about league. And yep. it's, it's yeah. It, it's, I it's think worthy. what we offer that's probably a bit different to other TV shows or whatever is that we, we probably lose... I mean. Yeah, okay, I play the whole Josh McCrone thing up a bit, I admit. But we don't go extremely you know, crass or harsh or, um, you know, basically bounce an opinion at somebody, like, incessantly. We do listen to each other a bit. Um, yeah, okay, And yeah. I think that is, has really come out in the show. Uh, I guess the respecting of each other's opinions is, is really important. Um, and I think that's what we've tried to really facilitate here. And you know, I'll give, um, you know, he's not on the show tonight uh, in live form, but Nick McInerney, I mean, he was the... The, the original, uh, he sat down with me and he, I had an idea and he just said, yeah, I'll come along for the ride with you. And um, I think he ended up learning a lot more about rugby league just by you know being part of the show and watching uh, footy more. And I think that's hopefully something we've given people who have listened to the show over the last couple of years is we've, I guess, educated them a little bit more about the game. 
and uh, made it interesting to listen if, to. If we've saved only one person, <laughs> then it's been worth it. It has, it has. <laughs> and that's, that's a, that's, that ties in with the whole Easter thing this weekend, mate, and uh, uh, for some of us it's, it's a really important thing. Um, now, buddy, we have always loved having you on the show, and as you said, you've you probably cracked the 50, so raise the bat. Thank you, raising the bat. A couple of people looking me in the car, what's going on, what's this crazy man raising the bat for, but... I'll let them know I've got the 50. Ah, very good, mate. And uh, May Duncan, once again, uh, you are a backbone of this show and uh, you do it for nothing and we really appreciate uh, what you do for Not The Footy Show. I look forward to next week, 101 was, and when I can hear um, what you're saying. (laughs) Very good. May Duncan, we'll speak to you next week on Not The Footy Show. All right, boys. See ya. See you later, mate. Not The Footy Show. Show. Okay, everyone, we didn't forget him, but Mac Nickanerney, it is Mac time and his tips for round number six on episode 100 of Not the Footy Show. Mate, you've just recorded an outstanding intro for the podcast. Um, how do you think you went? Well, on a scale of one, fantastic. Pretty fantastic. So we'll see how that all turned out. Uh, a lot of pressure on uh, people in episode 100. Okay, buddy, you're tipping okay this year. I think we're both uh, locked on the same amount of tips for the year. So uh, a solid start, you'd say? Not too bad. I remember last year having an absolute bazzer at the beginning and then coming home strong. So hopefully we can kick in at the uh, on the way home. Yeah, remember, all you got to do is to catch DC Chapman is pick favourites every week because that's all he does. Rabbitohs and Bulldogs on Friday afternoon. Doggies. This one was pretty hard to split, I think. I, I don't mind the Rabbitohs in this contest because, t- to be honest, the Bulldogs aren't... Uh, I don't think they're world beaters as everyone thinks. They think they are. But Sammy Burgess, how long's he at? Six to eight weeks. Ah, uh, see, that's just brutal. You need a guy like that in the team, I think, the the, uh, the Rabbitohs, so uh, taking the doggies. And on Good Friday night, we've got the Tigers playing the Broncos. Oh, as much as as much as the Tigers are due, you can't tip them at the moment, even with Robbie coming back in, uh, we'll take the Broncos. Then we have the Titans against the Roosters, two dud sides playing each other. Oh, aren't they? Um, just given the Titans, I don't think they're ever going to score over 30 this season. Uh, let's go the Roosters. Okay, then we've got the Sharks and the Dragons out at Shark Park. Oh, the Sharkies hurt us last year, but I'm going to go with the Sharks. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Is that a, <laughs> is that a, 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 a bit of a Freud moment there? Um, I'm going to take the Dragons. Okay. Obviously, I think the Sharks are a big chance in this one. Yep, if they can keep any team under 40. If it's the same team, uh, the teams have played the last three rounds to 14 points. So if they can do that against the Dragons, they've every chance. But the Raiders will be struggling. Oh, I just missed that one. We've got the Raiders and the Warriors. Ooh, yeah, another, oh, the Warriors are just been letting me down deluxe. Um, and oh, as did the Raiders this week, though, mind you. Um, I'm going to take the Warriors to bounce back. I think they got more points in them. <laughs> Canberra suck. Knights uh, and Eels. <laughs> oh, the Knights. The Eels can't surely back up after last week's performance. I mean, Jared Hayne can't back up after last week's performance. Yeah, you limped off at half-time in that game. I'm pretty sure he got a needle, so it seemed to work. Uh, we've got the Storm and the Cowboys. This is in uh, Townsville on Sunday night footy. Well, the Cowboys showed a little bit of form, but I still think the Storm, they are on an absolute terrorising run and they'll be too good for the Cowboys. Even with Billy Slater in a moon boot during the week. Uh, Seagulls and Panthers on Monday night. First game of rookie for the Manly Seagulls this year. 
pump up Manly. I don't know how that worked out. That's pretty slack for the old Seagulls. Around six until they get to play at home. Anyway, I think they will. They have to step up. They can't. They can't play worse. It was going to take Manly. The was was there was some um, maintenance going on at the uh, Brookvale Oval uh, to upgrade it somehow. I don't know what they're actually doing. Maybe putting uh, running water in. I don't know. Okay, so it was worth it. <laughs> Going to fried rice, mate, I can tell you that Matty Duncan has taken the Newcastle Knights. I'm taking the Manly Seagulls. That leaves you with... Ooh, lock in Melbourne Storm. Thanks for that, mate. Can't believe it hasn't been snapped up already, given their form. Yes, uh, you. I think I've hit uh, Melbourne about 48 times in the first three weeks, haven't you? Pretty much. Although, I, I, I've I been made to eat my own words. I've said Melbourne are absolute specials for the last man standing every single week. Did I tip them last week? No, I went with Manly and goodbye. Yes, I joined you. I, I said goodbye to uh, $50,000 as well. I got stung by the Seagulls. Well, let's not talk about that. That just hurts. Uh, mate, we're going to have to uh, say goodbye here on Not The Footy Show. That's your segment, uh, Mac Time, here on Not The Footy Show, episode 100. Thanks again for being, mate, the debutante uh, co-host for all those years ago. I think our the reminiscing, mate, our first edition was it was in the 2009 finals. We got together and we thought, hey, we seem to talk footy anyway. Let's record it. And it worked, That's out. It. It worked out pretty well. Surprise, surprise. surprise. <laughs> and uh, he'll be back with us sometime soon here on Not The Footy Show. Thanks very much, Mac and Nicononi. See you later, Wazza. Excuse me, Daddy. I'm doing my tip. Not The Footy Show. Sure. Finishing up Not The Footy Show, episode 100 DC. We've come century. to the end. The century. I must have been feeling, I feel like I've just batted for it. A few hours, I got to admit. Um, yeah. The podcast is going to be about an hour and a half this week. Um, now, I was planning on on sitting down and, and adding some of the moments into the show, but I don't think we need it at the end for the podcast, do we, mate? No, we've, we've, we've reminisced a bit. Um, I think we we work on that. Maybe release in a few weeks' time if we can. We'll sit down and we'll, we'll maybe come up maybe with a we'll of the list options. them. On, on your website, and people can go to YouTube and look at them themselves. <laughs> yeah, very much so. Or, or you can put them on your website, and people can, can look at them at your, on your website. Which is which is what DC Chapman? WDNicholson.com. Thank you very much. Not, uh, not WDNicholson.com. <laughs> uh, yes, WDNicholson.com is where you can get your previews and, and whatnot for all the rounds. Uh, we follow us at uh, NRL Tweet, and of course on Facebook, just Facebook.com slash NRL Podcast. Thanks very much, everybody, for listening to our 100th episode. Um, I just can't get my head around the fact that I've edited 100 of these stupid things. It's <laughs> the, the hardest thing to get my head around. The time frame makes sense, but... We, we need to hire an editor. Yeah, we do. Uh, look, we've really enjoyed having uh, your company for these last uh, you know, really two and a half uh, years. And DC, I, I just want to say thank you very much. Uh, we were friends from a very young age, mate. Yeah. And uh, I think footy kept us together. Yeah, that's um, true. I think the, the, the seed that got planted in my mind about you being part of this show... Do you recall a certain trip to um, to Wollongong? To Wollongong, and, yeah. And we're sitting there. Your, your lovely wife's in the car. Your, your son's in the man. car, and your old man's in the car. And for the two and a half hours it took us to get to Wollongong, or it was, yak, what did we do? Yak, yak, yak. We didn't shut up about football the whole day <laughs> down. It didn't. It didn't hurt that I was upset about Melbourne getting the the whole. Yeah, it was just in the wake of, of that, and I, here I am, plaging the case for Melbourne. Not saying that they shouldn't have been I mean Rob but you were like you were just you were ripping was, in and I was yeah. trying to be the voice of reason and we ended up getting to the game and, and Canberra beat the Dragons okay yeah. good things I think I predicted that, that that day if you recall but we also saw FIFI fun was fun FIFI and, and, the first knife. and the knife uh, yeah. Kyle Stanley played yeah. his first game as well and uh, yeah mate that that it was a good that good. sprouted the idea and, and before you knew it you were on the show you were doing skits you were uh, playing keyboard with bad hair <laughs> and it was it was all happening so mate I just wanted to say thank you on behalf of all the listeners and all the people that do this show, that uh, you know, we really appreciate the fact you've, uh, I guess, 
<laughs> been willing to come and dribble on with uh, not the footy just, show. Yeah, just have a dribble. Indeed. Okay, right. everybody. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks very much, mate. Um, we will have uh, maybe a couple of highlights at the end of the podcast, but we do have eyes to come and Nick's tips as well. So thank you very much, everybody, for joining us for episode 100. We will speak to you probably next Wednesday, possibly Monday night. I will be on holidays, but I'm going to see if, if Matty wants to chat for 15 minutes and we'll see if we can tie it up and, and put those games uh, under the hammer with our recap show and we'll be back to normal schedule in a couple of weeks' time. Sounds good. Indeed. Are we doing a sign-off? Can I do it now? Go for it. Enjoy your league, league lovers. See you, everybody. Thanks very much for listening to Not The Forty Show. Are we going to sing or not? Nah, that's not. Not the... <laughs> no, we're not the... Not The Forty Show. Show? First Mary dumps us, then the cops take our nest egg, then our hog breaks down. Yeah! When are we ever gonna catch a break? Hi y'all! Hey Alihupa! Hey guys! We're going on a national bikini tour. And we're looking for two oil boys who can grease us up before each competition. You are in luck. There's a town about three miles that way. I'm sure you'll find a couple guys there. Okay, thanks. Bye. Hey, doll. You realize what you've done? Lloyd! 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 You'll have to excuse my friend. He's a little slow. The town is back that way. Lucky guys are going to be driving around with those girls for the next couple of months. Yeah. Don't worry. We'll catch our break, too. Just got to keep our eyes open. Yeah. Drive, and he's got it through the gap, and I think they'll get three here. This will be his hundred. It's a fine shot. Throwing away out towards the boundary, and it's going to be four. Not for Jews. What a good sense it's been when you consider that he's had a tough season out there on their feet applauding what has been a very, very good knock by James. Just go away now. I've had a gut call of you the whole game. Oh, I see. We're here for five minutes. You've been sleeping over there. Are you going out? Not the show.